Welcome to the God Focused Podcast. And today we are discussing the prophecies of Jesus Christ and his coming and the season of Christmas and lots of fun conversations around Jesus' birth. And I wanted to open very similar to how I opened the other the other day. We did, we talked about um, I think it was one we did with Luke. We were talking about if you find 10 pennies or coin, just grab 10 coins and you put them in one hand and you pour them out in front of you, would how what are the chances that all of them would come up head heads? Like 10 coins, 10 pennies, and you toss them on the table. How many times would you have to do that before they all come up heads? Like, think about how long that would take. I guess the average, someone must have done this or they've calculated it. Um, the average person would have to pour out those coins more than a thousand times before he can expect to produce all heads even once. So the idea of this is to give you perspective. Think about those 10 coins as 10 prophecies concerning the Messiah. Would you consider it a coincidence or convincing proof if any one individual fulfilled all 10 prophecies? How about if it were 20 <laughs> or 50? Um, are you ready from, for some startling news? During his earthly life, Jesus Christ fulfilled more than 300 specific prophecies concerning the Messiah. And he did this to convince the world that his claims were true. Now, are you convinced? Uh, this is, I was reading this from, it's the Daily Walk Bible. Um, I just thought that was just so profound. Like, what are the chances? So we're going to talk about the prophecies today, or some of them. <laughs> we're not going to get into all of them, but we're going to get into some of our favorites. And so on today's call, we've got, we're going to start off with MJ. We've got Bill. We've got Yolanda. And of course, myself, Aslam Angie, honoring the awesomeness in all of you we're going to start out in Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14. And um, bear with me as I find it. All right, then the Lord himself will choose the sign. A child shall be born to a virgin, exclamation mark. And she shall call him Emmanuel, meaning God is with us. And, and again, I'm, re I'm reading in the Daily Walk Bible. In Isaiah 9, verse 6, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. These will be his royal titles, wonderful, counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting father, the prince of peace. So this is in Isaiah. This is, uh, this is way before Jesus' birth. So these are prophecies. And um, we're gonna MJ start us off in discussion specifically around those two verses of Isaiah. Well, thanks. Yeah, you know, take a look at Isaiah. This is a prophet that had lived 750 years before Christ even comes to this earth, and he's being spoken to from the godly visions he's getting, just like you know, when the Joseph and Mary were getting. Uh, their uh, their particular uh, visions with the uh, with, uh, with the angels coming down and speaking to them, 
you know, Joseph within his dreams, Mary physically seeing an angel come before her. But here's Isaiah, who, who was a prophet, and 700 years before this all happens, and he's claiming that there's going to be a virgin. He's claiming that, you know, this is the uh, Messiah we've been asking for, and he is God. You know, he's a wonderful counselor. He's a, uh, he is a mighty God. He's an everlasting father, which I think is amazing to call him a father because, you know, as Jesus did walk around this earth, one, um, there's one time in the um, uh, Bible where he calls um, somebody that he heals a daughter, daughter, you've been healed, you know, go and sin no more. And he, Jesus, was, you know, even though he was the king, you know, he's this king that is coming to um, set up a new kingdom and setting up that new kingdom. He was supposed to be this ruler, this, this king that's going to take over everybody and make everybody bow to him. But one of the things that's amazing about that is that he's the father. And that's how Jesus really walked. He walked as a he treated us as his children, not as our subjects, you know, not as his subjects. Like, you need to be doing this for me. You know, you should do this for, you know, the goodness of, uh, you know, he treated us more like a daddy. And that's, I think that's amazing that um, that's what they're saying in here in Isaiah, you know, uh, Prince of Peace. You know, that's all Jesus wanted. He just wanted everybody to, to love each other. He, you know, he boiled the Ten Commandments down to two commandments, just so it would be that much easier for people to remember what are we doing here. You know, they always people always ask, "What am I doing here?" Well, you're here to love each other. You know, you're here to help your father, your your brother, your sister. You're help. You're here to be a blessing to others. Is what you're here for. Now, whether you do that or not, that is free will, and that's your choice. But at least that's you know, what I'm getting out of this, you know, when I look at these two verses, it just, a virgin is going to have a son, you know, one of the things that uh, I, I've read some other stories about that particular verse of Isaiah 7, 14, you know, they said that, you know, a virgin, uh, the other meaning by that was young girl, a virgin you know, was also meant when they said that they meant young girl. Well, look at Mary, you know, she was very young when she had Jesus. And um, that's just great that that got put in there, you know, once again, like Angie was saying about the 10 pennies and, you know, all of them showing up heads, you know, what if, you know, Jesus came from you know, like a Sarah or somebody was 90 years old type of thing, you know, well, then that would be a little bit different than what Isaiah was saying 700 years before that. But it didn't. It was a young girl from Nazareth that had this, this baby. And, and we'll go into other scriptures of where it was and all that. But once again, it was in that line, that line of, uh, of Judah, that line of David, that is so amazing that once again, that's, the 10 pennies, you know, coming up, right? So that's my little spiel on that. If anybody else has something that they saw in those two verses, you know, go ahead and jump in here, but we can, 
go back to Angie here if uh, nobody else has a comment on those two verses. How how long ago or how long before Jesus' birth was that prophesied? Prophesied? Oh. Is that the right word? Prophesied? <laughs> yeah, about 750 years, right yeah. around there. 750. It was over 700 years. And just think about the United States has only been around less than 250 years old. So, you know, that's, that's an amazing amount of time, you know, and, and that's, what's beautiful about it is that, you know, God put this in the right hands of the right people at the right times. And then those who are listening are the ones who are acting on it. Just like, you know, Joseph acted on it the proper way. He didn't, he could have had Mary stoned for her being pregnant without him. And he didn't, you know, that's an amazing thing that he didn't do that. He just, he took care of her and he got that, that baby into manhood, you know, before he passed because Joseph was gone probably in Jesus's late teens, they think, you know, when Joseph passed, um, at least by that time, um, Jesus was in his late teens and starting to grow to be become a, a, a man and eventually then in his 30s he started his ministry all right yeah. any other thoughts on that otherwise um bill go ahead with um we'll read now from jeremiah go ahead bill sure uh i just wanted to comment that i think that the the names that isaiah gave him or titles if you want to call them you know are um really profound and uh authentic and that they uh uh describe our savior very well so mm -hmm. i i just think that's pretty cool so all right let me get to yeah i agree I, that's yeah very good yeah. point i love those yeah so wonderful counselor mighty god everlasting father prince of peace love it yeah no i mean just wonderful titles you know so yeah yeah all right, uh, I got Jeremiah 23, and we're going to read uh, uh, verse 5 and verse 6. Behold, the days come, saith the Lord, that I will raise unto David a righteous branch, and a king shall reign and prosper, and shall execute judgment and justice in the earth. This is verse six. In his days, Judah shall be saved, and Israel shall dwell safely. And this is his name, whereby he shall be called the Lord our righteousness. So I mean, I just you know, I mean, right? It's it's. I don't I don't know when Jeremiah was a prophet or how long before uh, Christ he was around. But he's predicting and stating and letting the people know that out of the line of David, uh, that there's going to be a king and um, that, you know, he's going to reign over us and execute judgment and justice. And he's going to be the Lord of righteousness. He will be holy. And Israel is going to dwell safely. Judah is going to be saved. You know, there's a, a, a lot of uh, uh, prophecy there. And, but the, the really amazing thing, I think, is that uh, 
you know, the Lord picked David's bloodline and said that it's going to come out of, uh, come out of here. And um, I just think that that's uh, really cool. And um, I think, um, I don't know if a lot of people think about it or not, but bloodlines are, you know, very um, personal and important. And, um, you know, um, I got a very interesting bloodline from my family and uh, I'll share that another time, but it's, it's really pretty cool. Uh, my aunt in Iowa did a, uh, like ancestry.com and tracked everybody back. Uh, my grandma, my grand grandma's side and uh, grandpa's side. And um, the information that she imparted to me was uh, blew me away kind of. So um, I just think that, you know, uh, the bloodline of David is very special and, uh, um, you know, that God chose him. Uh, David was considered, you know, a righteous king and um, loved the Lord. And uh, I even think he said, I'll dance naked in the street. I don't care who sees me because I want to praise the Lord. <laughs> right. so, so, you know, that's uh, kind of interesting stuff. And uh, um, that's all I got to say on that. Right. Yeah, the Lord takes imperfect people, but still makes them great because of their heart. You know, David's heart it was for the Lord is stronger than most people. I mean, he's the one who went and battled Goliath uh, when nobody else would, because he just he knew the he knew God would be with him. And so, anyways, yeah, David was an amazing, uh, amazing person of God. But he was so imperfect. He did so many stupid things. But, you know, he still, his heart was with him. His heart was with the Lord. And so it's, it's awesome that the, the Savior of all of us came through that bloodline, you know, like Bill was talking about. I just, yeah, that, that's amazing. Go ahead, Angie. Um, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm reading in my... The, the, again, the Daily Walk Bible. Um, <laughs> we we open with the pennies. I'm reading one here in Jeremiah about um, balls, tennis balls, <laughs> and 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 it's just you know it just refers to the the law of gravity and how um, you live live each day under the influence of that law and. You know, so anyone who's ever slipped in a bathtub can attest to that. We live under the law of gravity. So just as there are laws of, laws of physics that govern the physical universe, so God has established spiritual and moral laws to govern your relationship with him. Yeah, so it's just, it's just um, I got distracted because I thought um, it's just, it's cool. I love the metaphors of um you just know we live in these laws of, um, you know, and that's what Jeremiah was, you know, he was, he came, he was called the prophet of judgment, <laughs> came in to uh, let people know, hey, and then, and just the fact that I, I was looking to see how, how much before I, um, Jesus, he was around, but I did 600. Is it 600, 600 years? years? Okay. Okay. Yeah, 600. Awesome. Okay. Yolanda, any thoughts? Uh, okay. Awesome. Take it away, Yolanda. Yolanda will be reading from the book of Micah. And again, all these books are in the Old Testament. This is before Jesus was born. These are all prophecies. 
Take it away, Yolanda. All right. So, uh, in Micah, Micah 5, um, starting at the second verse. But you, O Bethlehem, Ephrathah, who are too little to be among the clans of Judah, from you shall come forth me, one who is to be ruler in Israel, whose coming forth is from of old, from ancient days. Therefore, he shall give them up until the time when she who is in labor has given birth. Then the rest of his brothers shall return to the people of Israel, and he shall stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God, and they shall dwell secure. For now he shall be great to the ends of the earth, and he shall be their peace. Now that was all the way through five. Um, I read the rest of them because that describes Jesus. Yes. He will shepherd his flock um, in the strength of the Lord, majesty of the Lord, of, the, of his name, Lord, his God, all declaring his birth before he came, which is really cool. Once again, talking about Bethlehem. And that's mm-hmm. why, you know, that's why it was so important that when Joseph and Mary had to go for the census, they had to go back to Joseph's hometown, which was Bethlehem, because that's where he was born. So Yeah, and it's really, it's really interesting, too. It, it, it's also saying how uh, Bethlehem was not a significant city. It no. said it was little. And then um, it's like, well, that, you know, that Christmas song that says, oh, little town of Bethlehem. So it must have been really small. Yeah couple hundred people they say yeah that's yeah that's crazy and so um it is known now because of because of the birth of christ yes that's amazing yeah you know we should probably pull up the the amount of things of scriptures that have come true you know and what the analysts you know what are the odds of the scriptures becoming true you know throughout the whole bible and what are the odds of that happening? Because we're just talking about one of them, you know, just the birth of the Christ here. And here's three different people. Actually, it's two because we did two verses from Isaiah. But, you know, you got Micah, Isaiah, and uh, Jeremiah. And there were others. We're just kind of focusing on these three this morning. And um yeah and just around his birth yeah because there were so many other prophecies with everything else that was you know to happen guys i wanted to uh just read something because uh this happened to me personally and i'm not going to explain what happened but in psalms 96 verse 9 10 11 12 and 13 uh it talks about the coming of the lord and Uh, If I can, I'm just going to read this real quick because I think it's important. It says, oh, worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Fear before him all the earth. Say among the heathen that the Lord reigneth. The world also shall be established that it shall not be moved. He shall judge the people righteously. 
Let the heavens rejoice and let the earth be glad. Let the sea roar in the fullness thereof. Now this is uh, very personal to me. Let the field be joyful and all that is therein. Then shall all the trees of the wood rejoice. Before the Lord, he, for he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth. He shall judge the world with righteousness in the people with his truth. So, um, you know, I got a story about trees that um, I don't tell very often, but I'll tell it later. So all you listening, tune in. You never know what I'm going to share. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. Well, and, you know, and I work outside all the time. So I'm, you know, I'm the same, you know, I'm anxious to hear your story, Bill, because <laughs> there's so much interesting life and, in, uh, and rejoicing in the trees when you pay attention to it. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and uh, I mean, uh, um, it, 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 when I'm ready, it'll be very interesting. And uh, it's, it, it's an unbelievable story, but it, it truly did happen. I experienced it. And I mean, I, I can't imagine what the prophets that, you know, predicted the savior were going to say and, um, uh, or, or were, how they were talked to. I'm sure a lot of people, this guy's a quack, he's off his rocker. I'm sure a lot of prophets were considered bipolar and crazy people because of how they um, talk to them uh, justly and spiritually and um, interacted, you know, with their followers and uh, strangers. So, um, but I mean, I believe 100% everything in the Bible is true and real and uh uh and I, I i love that knowledge that is in there yeah thanks for sharing that bill that's that's incredible you're welcome angie it's my pleasure and you know what's really interesting too um you know i'm just talking about nature <laughs> in december right now what we're going through um there's like four different planets that can be seen this month like really bright in the sky. I was driving home the other day and it was just this bright, huge star, which I think ended up being, I think it was Jupiter, um, huge, bright star in the sky, just hanging there, right um, right by the moon. It yeah, was, it was right by the moon, Ange. Mm -hmm. I saw it the other night. It was, I mean, very bright. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, uh, my friend who uh, studies like uh, uh, harmonies and, um, uh, uh, like sound waves or frequencies, you know, there's different frequencies that, uh, we all emit and the plants emit and the, um, uh, planets emit, you know, and he, uh, he said that there's like six planets that are all going to be aligned, uh, like this quarter. So that's very interesting. It's fascinating. Yeah. And then, and then the, the, Jesus birth with the star in the sky. I mean, you just wonder like, you know, you know, and I, you know, it's just really cool because I've, you know, just seeing that star the other day, it was like, wow. I mean, if, you know, this is the star they saw was probably even bigger and brighter than that. Um, bright enough to light up the whole 
<laughs> the whole pasture. So well, it's that it lit up half the heavens or whatever. Yeah, so. yeah. I can only imagine well, the mad the you know how majestic that would have been. I mean, just pretty amazing. Right. Yeah. To, to bring some science into this, uh, just you know, within the last year, um, Saturn and Jupiter uh, were aligned with each other, and it it caused that that really interesting look there for a while, and they called that the Christmas star. And you know, they ran the numbers back, and they right around the time that Jesus would have been born was the time that that happened. You know where Saturn and Jupiter were right within each other. And as the sun, you know, shone on them, it makes it so, so much bigger when you got two of the biggest planets in our solar system, you know, getting shined on by the sun. So anyways. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, little that side note. Cool. So um, do we have any more thoughts about this or should we call this a, yeah. a wrap? Go ahead, Yolanda. I, I have something. Um, I um, I want to piggyback on what Mike MJ has said um, about uh, the two commandments that that were pulled from all the commandments. Which is, the first one is love the Lord your God. Um, that is like the most important one, and then love your neighbors as yourself, um, which is the second. And it's like, if, you, if you're unable to love God, there's no way you can love anybody else. Yes, excellent point. Amen. Yeah. It's it yeah. right there. Right. You only need the two. Yeah. I mean, that's you, key. And then, and then when you love God, then you're able to follow all the other commandments without any problem. Love it, love it. Yeah, great job today, guys. I mean, uh, really uh, some uh, very cool and interesting uh, verses I think we discussed today and uh, you know to make people think and I mean gosh just again going back to Isaiah Jeremiah 600 700 years before the birth of Christ and we're predicting that he's going to come so I mean you know it's, we got to remember a thousand years is as a day and a day is as a thousand years in the Lord's eyes so think about of all the spirit, we're, we're all spirits and we're on this earth. Think about how much work in one day gets done by everybody. I mean, that's, it's mind boggling. And no wonder technology is leap forwarding and uh, pro progressing. And uh, I mean, we're in a time, you know, where uh, it says that in the end times, uh, he'll be preached throughout all the earth. The internet is almost everywhere. I think there's only one island that doesn't have internet, like, you know, in the ground. So we're close. And uh, I just love you guys. I love doing this. It's so much fun. And uh, you all uh, teach me something. And I appreciate y'all. Love you, buddy. Yeah, thank you, Bill. Yeah, yeah. you guys are all, I love the, all the different voices. You guys are, um, it's just tremendous. You know, thank you for sharing your heart and knowledge and love for not for not only just for each other here, but for all of our listeners out there. We appreciate all of you. And, you know, Yolanda, what a great way to end this. You know, love the Lord your God. Um, and uh, yeah, and then, then you can love yourself and others. Amen. <laughs> Amen. That's, 
That's the Christmas Amen. story right there. Yeah. It is the Christmas story right yeah. there. Yay. <laughs> so have a fantastic rest of your day. Keep being awesome. And all God's children said. Amen. 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 Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. So if something's being said during this podcast, it's really pulling at your heart right now and tugging at you right now. Just say this little prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sin. You died for me. And thank you for coming into my life. You are my Lord and Savior. And by saying that prayer, you're bringing him that much closer to you and just saying thank you for being there always with me, Lord. So I hope we've helped in some way. Jesus is always there for you. Just use that power. Thank you for listening to the God Focus Podcast. And if we've said something today that's helped, we do have two action steps you can do with our program. Number one is we have a prayer team. If you'd like us to pray for you, just email us at godfocusedpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com and we could put the prayer team on your situation. Secondly, if you have the financial means to help us, we are right now trying to improve the quality of the podcast with technology and editing. If there's any situations you can help with us, we have a custom program right now we're building for a custom membership and then we'll have membership packages down the road. Please email us at godfocusedpodcast at gmail.com and we can send you that information. Thank you for all your help and love through Jesus Christ and God bless you. Have a great week.